And uh, we have a lot of shows from Portland that are here, but we're expanding this to the Northwest in general. And we have two wonderful hosts from Seattle, ladies and gentlemen. Gayish, the podcast right here with us. <laughs> Tell me it gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay-ish. Hello everyone in the podcast universe, this is Gayish. The podcast for your soul and your whole. <laughs> I know what order I'd prefer those in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just prefer number two, number two, number two, number two. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And Kyle. Mike. Did you notice we're in Portland? I, <laughs> I woke up, <laughs> sobered up, and <laughs> I was in Portland. Yeah. yeah. Hi, awesome. Portland. Hi. Uh, has, any, Hi. has anybody besides that table heard us before? Great. Okay. Friendly. Nice. Uh, um, we are, as you mentioned, we are based in Seattle, and Gayish is a podcast about gay stereotypes and straight stereotypes and how they don't necessarily fit really well all the time. Yeah, so we talk about different gay topics that we do or don't understand, straight topics that we do or mostly don't understand. <laughs> like football. Like football or... <laughs> so we talked about fisting. Neither of us got that. That's true. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. <laughs> I'm right at fingering, but... Uh, usually we have an hour or more for this show, and we've been told to squeeze it into 20 minutes, but uh, I hope you have a good stage hand, because if you try to take this mic away while I'm talking, I will totally Jim Acosta karate <laughs> chop whoever tries to take it. I will doctor that video. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um... I think we're, are we going to reveal the topics? I guess. I don't know. Right. I mean, we're, I'm, I'm glad to be in Portland. It's, it's a lot of fun uh, in Portland every time that I come to visit. I, I think that Portland and Seattle are a lot alike in a lot of ways. They're both left coast, super liberal, lots of weed. Um, and, but on the way down here, I was thinking today, Seattle and Portland are like, like the Gyllenhaals. It's like yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Which, which is which? Okay, so, so Seattle is Jake. Obvi. Uh, just Obvi. slightly younger, a little more commercial. <laughs> okay. And uh, uh, for years growing up, I wanted to be in. Side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, and then Portland. Portland is Maggie. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, older, wiser, uh, a little more granola. She's would, a she's a no nonsense bitch. Yeah. You would visit her, but you don't necessarily want to be there all off. the time. <laughs> Uh, hey, Portland. <laughs> We're excited to be here. Terrified Let's of you. <laughs> um, and, and Oregon's kind of gayish in general, right? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. All of this coast is just like, it's pretty gay, right? Yeah. Congratulations on reelecting uh, Kate Brown here this week. Uh, yeah. yeah. The first openly bisexual governor in the history of the world. Yeah. And I, uh, I want queer women in charge because they are the planners they get shit done gay men are busy on grinder and yeah. like relaxing yeah and so like we know straight people have fucked everything up yeah all straight people so queer women that's where that's where the future is well and and, and kate brown I, immediately when i heard her name i thought she gets shit done and she knows what vagina tastes like <laughs> you right? see you see kate brown and you're like You've eaten many pussies <laughs> sometimes in a row. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and <laughs> you have nothing to say about that. I don't know. I, 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 was, I was married to a lady, so yeah. you, I get PTSD when you bring that up. When, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, How'd and, that work and, out for those who don't know? Oh, that was two divorces ago. <laughs> You're looking for number three. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and, and now Colorado wants in on that action. Just uh, elected yeah. the first uh, gay man, openly gay man, as governor of Colorado coming yeah. in. So Tuesday was really, really good, yeah. in, at least through the lens of LGBT people. The fucking cake makers have to answer <laughs> to, to a gay-ass dude, and they're going to be like, we don't want to sell our cakes. And he's going to be like... I actually don't know him, so I don't know. But in my mind, he's going to be like, fuck off, give me a gay cake. Make it super gay. That's right. Fill it with frosting. That's right. That seems gay, right? That's a euphemism, I think. <laughs> Fill it with frosting. Okay. Um, so, uh, whenever we do our live shows, which this is our fourth one, 
Uh, we keep our topic secret, and then we ask the audience to all say in unison whatever the topic is, which is on this mystery card that Kyle is holding right now. So three, two, one, where zero would be. I want you all to say the topic for this episode. Are you all ready? Okay, just read what's on the card. Great. Reading. Three, two, one. Sluts. Sluts. You guys did great. <laughs> this is my favorite part about live shows. So... We're going to keep it going. Every time we point at you, y'all are going to repeat. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think you're quicker learners in Portland than other places that yeah, we've oh, been. Yeah, yeah. New Orleans took a few times. <laughs> um, so I, I thought that we'd start just by asking... What does, what does slut mean, right? Like, there's slut shaming, which obviously we, we mm -hmm. want people to have healthy sex lives and not receive any flack for that, especially if they present female, yeah. which is sort of where the judgment zone is. Yeah, anything female people think is uh, fair to judge. So, uh, hey, hey, Portland, where are my sluts at? <laughs> y y great. Okay, great. Great. There was minimal people that were willing to admit <laughs> that they might be a slut. Is that I? We're in Port. Let's be honest, Portland. <laughs> if not now, <laughs> what college? Right? Like you went. You, you did it. You tasted it. Yeah. You know what's up. Um, but but is, is somebody willing to to share with us what their definition of slut is? Like what that what that means? Anybody? Because I'll ask Derek. But I talk to him all the time. Yeah, Derek. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Kyle is going to fall down if he tries to go out there with that mic or not. So, okay. What is what is a, what is a slut to you? Because you you are an unabashed. I am a slut. I love the human body, and I want to explore as many as I can. So, to me, being a slut means I appreciate the body. Yeah. As much as I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's very. Yeah. Thank you, Derek. Thank you to the three people who cared. Um, that, that seems like a very progressive view of, like, I, when I think of slut, I think of also self-admitted slut, also enjoy bodies, and so that's good. Uh, but I think usually people are like, slut means you sleep around, you have unprotected sex, you have uh, uh, sleep with anyone, low, like low, low bar. Yeah. For quality. That's what I think of when I think of slut. Well, and I'm, I'm not I'm not defending it either way. I, I think that slut is if you are a if you're a woman if you present female it, it just having or enjoying sex at all mm. means slut. That's not allowed. Right. Well, well, no, and, you have to sit quietly and knit at home if you it, present female. That's that's the message from the patriarchy, yeah. right? That yeah, like, yeah. like women aren't supposed to yeah. enjoy sex at all. And then, don't worry, two men are telling you women it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are waiting for our approval, I'm sure. Two cis white guys. Yeah. <laughs> Explain it all. Um, and then, and then I, I think with, with men, or like people who present male, uh, it, it's, slut is uh, anybody who's had more partners than you. <laughs> right? Like, like, like who, how, how can I find them? Where do those people <laughs> exist in the world? I don't know where they're. Do you consider yourself, I think I'm pretty slutty. Do you consider, I don't think you're a slut. No, well, okay, so when I, when, I, when I came out, which, by the way, 10 years ago this week that I came Aww. out. Yeah. Happy gayversary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We need a word for that, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I went through a quote-unquote slutty phase, but that was still, that was still like single think, digits. Yeah, so you like slept with like one dude and then like married the next guy. That's not... Right. That's like not a slut phase. That's, I'm a serial monogamist, which yeah. I think I, like, that's, that's antithetical to being a slut. I mean, depends on your marriage. <laughs> That's true. There, there are lots of open situations, but um, for me, anyway. <laughs> That's what I call my ass, an open situation. <laughs> but we, <laughs> that was your, your, your nickname, your butt's nickname. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I, always, I always felt like I should have m more sexual partners, and, and I've pressured myself into doing that. Yeah. And, and, uh, but you're, you're right. I think constitutionally, I'm just not... That's not my jam. Mm. Yeah. I, okay. So does this segue well into the data that I'm yes, going to tell you? Yes. Tell us numbers. Bore us, Kyle. I love so it. So any topic, I like to look at statistics. So I looked up, it's weird Google searches that get me to st research studies on sluts. Um, but I, 
on Wikipedia, um, I was trying to figure out, like, gay men have this stereotype of being sluttier than everyone else. Like, we just assume, and that's... Some, some stereotypes are true. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. You don't know the data yet. That's you true. haven't read my All paper. Right. Um, so actually... Fact me. Uh, well, which is why I think you think you should sleep with more people is because that's what you think gay men are supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and in fact, OkCupid did a study in 2010 that said the number of self-reported partners straight men have had in their lifetime is six. Okay. For gay men, it's six. What? It's the same Z's. Although one of my favorite sentences I've ever read on Wikipedia said, <laughs> a small minority of gay men were having a disproportionate share of all self-reported gay sex. 2% of men are apparently having 23% of the sex. <laughs> wow. How they got to those numbers, let's not, it's just, who are the, yeah. What, how, how about straight girls and lesbians? You know, they, you know? okay. <laughs> I didn't. I don't. I didn't look that up. Um, Thorough research. We only have twenty minutes. Okay. Yeah, I know. And then, okay, Cupid did another study in 2014, and gay men came in less than straight men. Straight men. Uh, gay men said four lifetime sexual partners, and straight men said five. Who are the real sluts? Yeah, I see you, straight men. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's into it. Um, okay. So those. What I really was interested in is there was a study, I kid you not, called... Where? Who was it? Where'd the study come from? The study, Mike asked me for, like, he fact checks me and asks me for, <laughs> so I have to write down all this fucking dumb shit that I don't, it was this 2014 <laughs> study by McDavid and much, much... You're also really good at last names. Mutchler, so. Mutchler, Mutchler. Yeah. That guy. M&M, &M, um, because they're both M's. Anyway, the study is called... Dude, you're such a slut. Barriers and facilitators of sexual communication am among young gay men and their best friends. When I found this study called Dude, You're Such a Slut, I was like, great, this is what I'm doing. Uh, send me a copy. <laughs> um, so what it did is they uh, took 24 pairs of gay men and their best friends. And their best friends could be, uh, were either a heterosexual female uh, or, a, or a gay man. Oh, you're my best friend. Oh, you're up there. Yeah, I mean, you have a boyfriend, so... <laughs> <laughs> He's cl close, too. My dog is the best person I know. He's so sweet. He's better than you. He's... Oh, my God. He's so much nicer. <laughs> Although he's equally as slutty. He, when, he find, he, when he meets a dog he likes, he fucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so what they found from this is that um, oh, gay men learn about sex in a different way than straight people because no one really teaches you about it. We barely have straight sex education, much less gay sex education. Um, so uh, gay men learn about sex from the internet, hearsay, and trial and error. Okay. That's hor... You don't learn about sex through trial and error. That's horrifying. I mean, better that than, like, making bombs or something, but, yeah, I... I, I oh, I, like, fuck instead of... Yeah. <laughs> all right. If everyone just fucked, the world would be a better sex place. Sex experimentation is probably better than, like, that's how I learned how to do a heart surgery. Yeah, or, okay. But... <laughs> trial and error. <laughs> that, that heart surgery didn't work. <laughs> um, okay, so they, uh, they, had, they talked to these pairs of people to figure out how these uh, pairs of people, gay men and their best friend, talk about sex to figure out how that influenced their level of knowledge. So they talked to people that were like 18 to 25. That's when you're most, uh, like most need to learn about sex and kind of need to learn the norms and figure out how to, what goes in where and who does the what and the who's it. And I feel like for gay men, it's even more confusing because you're like, I know of that area because it's mostly been a, I mean, a, so, yeah, an out. Sex ed is bad enough for straight people. And yeah. then for gay people, it's just yeah. a disaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... In general, friends have good intentions, but it doesn't always work out. Like, they want their gay best friend to be healthy, um, you know, not get HIV, not get STIs, but it doesn't always work because often the way they talk about it is in a judgmental way, which causes the gay person to shut down or gloss over details, yep. like not talking about STIs. That's like they mentioned, people don't like... That even if you tell them all the details of your sex, a lot of people gloss over things like STIs, which yep. this, this, none of this study sounded like us. I tell you too much about my <laughs> STIs. We've, what did we, we named one of mine once. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now with almost a hundred episodes, the, everybody in the universe that listens knows way too much about 
Pamela? everything about both of us. Like, Pamela. <laughs> she, was, she was a rough one. Yeah. But she responded well to penicillin. She, two <laughs> shots in the ass, a little Z-pack, and you're good to go. Um, don't get syphilis is really my advice. <laughs> it's not great. Um, so in particular, um, uh, some t- like there are a lot of implications that can, c- that can come up inadvertently, like uh, the gay man, they might uh, accidentally imply that they're gross or stupid or reckless or a... Exactly. So there were like specifically things talking about like calling people a slut when they talk about their sex. So uh, females were actually like gay men were less comfortable or no, no, no. The females were less comfortable hearing about the details of sex between gay men, which yeah. that seems true for me. Like I tell my gay male friends a lot, a lot, a lot of detail, like, you know. How long? How wide? That a little bit surprises me. Is the implication that then because dudes are better with it, straight guys are better? No, no, no. no. There were no straight guys involved in this, luckily. Got it. Yeah, um, just gay men and heterosexual women (laughs) as the best friends because you can't have a straight friend. (laughs) (laughs) We're gay. (laughs) We have boundaries. You you have Augustia. That's true. He's he's great. I wouldn't tell him any details about that. He doesn't want to. Yeah. He doesn't want to know that. Yeah. Um, And... Vice versa. And I don't, that's true, he's straight, so I don't want to know what he does with ladies. <laughs> I mean, I kind of know. Like, with, with straight people, you kind of know what they did. Gay men could be like, whatever. Um, so with, with gay men, though, they were willing to share a lot of the details, and oftentimes, this is us, this is us, they said that gay men use humor to kind of uh, help massage the judgmental part, and that actually works really well. And so, like, this is another time when they were, like, uh, joking about them being a whore or being a slut uh, was a, used in a campy and subversive way to suggest norms that favored sexual freedom. Aww. Love that phrase. Sexual freedom and breaking conventional gender norms. Mm-hmm. Which, you didn't know all these times you've been calling me a slut. Yeah. You were favoring sexual freedom and... Violating gender norms. Oh, that's like when you tried to get me to like the word faggot, and like it didn't work so it, well. You let it on the podcast. <laughs> faggot is so fun. It makes straight people so uncomfortable, and I love it. <laughs> like my my favorite thing is for someone to like do something like you know they'll have a cute my straight friend will have an outfit on, and I'll be like you look really faggy today, and then like you're just like well, I don't. I don't know what to do with that. Is it okay like, to say it, that? I, I don't, don't think know. you can. You can say that. Can I respond to that? So fun. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, so, go ahead. Go ahead. We're, we're out of time. Yeah. So the point wrap it is up. the point is wrap it up. The point is Poke wrap holes it in up. It, but wrap it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Those guys need to be. Con- um, so the point is, uh, it's really important, especially for gay men, for you to be open and not judgmental when they tell you about sex because they don't have many other places yeah. to learn about it. And yeah. you as a friend is going to be the way that they understand norms and get to talk to people about it. And the other option is they just don't. So if you're gay men, uh, gay friend, talk about sex, you shut up and you listen to every Or at the very least, don't, don't say ew. Don't say ew. <laughs> don't say, but you poop from there. <laughs> We know. We know. <laughs> we know. So as we mentioned up at the top of the show, I wasn't kidding. We usually do at least an hour, sometimes an hour and 15, hour and a half. That's like our show. So if you want to hear more about... Slut. Exactly. When this episode comes out on Thursday, there is going to be at, at, at least three more topics that we're going to discuss. We're going to but record more non-live segments, put it all together to have a full... How Gayish experience. It's an experience. <laughs> put us in your ears. <laughs> um... And then inexplicably, for no good reason whatsoever, we take a break every episode. So Kyle and I are going to sing our break song for you right now. If you know it, feel free to sing along. The lyrics are simple. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are you ready to take a break? I'm ready. Let's take a break. Okay, let's take a break. I got it. Are you ready? I got to do it. Okay, here we go. Uh, A special thank you to our sponsors, Maker Mark. Maker's Mark. (laughs) 
Maker's Mark, the taste of regret for tomorrow, today. <laughs> so are we back? We're back. We're back. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Where the fuck did all the people go? They all ran away because we were that good. Great. We blew them away. <laughs> um, no, we came back to your place. We only had 20 minutes uh, at the Portland Podcast Festival. So we are now back at your place to fill out the episode. And then you will hear us close out live as we did at the Portland show. Hello. <laughs> we're also in the future. We're in the future and the past. It's weird. Time is weird. So we're recording this like how long after? Two weeks after? Some number of weeks after the <laughs> Portland Podcast Festival. But continuing our conversation. But it's totally about natural. <laughs> it feels very natural to us. <laughs> <laughs> you don't notice anything because it's edited together so well. Ding! Um, okay, sluts. Do you want to say more about sluts? Yeah, let's say more about sluts. Okay. So I wanted to talk about, first of all, we have a slut in Seattle. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Not you anymore. Oh. Your boyfriend, Jack, who is your boyfriend, has all but stopped your slutness. All, he's uh, slut interrupted. <laughs> Plus, I'm guessing even you have a low, lower ridership than this slut. Ridership? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's this? <clears throat> so, uh, in, in 2007, we began operating the light rail. Okay. <laughs> um, here in Seattle. Okay. And when they were first planning the project, because it originates in the South Lake Union neighborhood, they were calling it the South Lake Union Trolley. And then somebody pointed out, that spells slut. That does spell slut. It was when my parents were just here for Thanksgiving. It was like, oh yeah, you could go get on the... Slut. And then it's like, what do you say to your parents? Like, you're not going to be like, go get on the slut. Yep. Yep. It's only two twenty five a ride, which is the best deal on a slut you're going to find. <laughs> so many people. And yeah, uh, the slut, which is officially known as the South Lake Union streetcar, mm -hmm. whatever, <laughs> the slut, which we, we should say, like, people call it the slut. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Like, if you like said like, oh, you hop on the slut. Yeah. Yeah. People call it the slut. I think they sell slut shirts, too. Yeah. So there are some local businesses that have created slut accessories <laughs> um and and the jokes just keep on coming anyway spell coming exactly exactly so there's also a portland connection we got the bright idea from portland who opened up a very similar line of their own in 2001 mm -hmm. and like most things seattle looked at portland and went yeah that's a good idea we should do that that's and, cool. and and hopped on the slut idea like <laughs> is that why i think that's years afterwards i think that's why we have bike lanes too probably yeah and everything and Stumptown coffee yeah yeah and the outdoors <laughs> and nature <laughs> um on the average weekday our slut services 2200 <laughs> people all right you're right <laughs> I'm close, but not quite that. Yeah. Um, yep. Even at your best. Even at my best. And all at once, too. I just don't have the space for that <laughs> in my apartment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's what I call my butt. The apartment. What is what what is what is maximum capacity? <laughs> you know, just you. one good one. <laughs> I mean, it depends on if you mean at a time or a day. <laughs> I mean. But the answer for both is 14. Is it how many poppers you've had? <laughs> <laughs> highly correlated to popper intake okay something i didn't know about our slut is that <laughs> it um it follows the same route or a lot of it follows the same route that started in 1890 there was there was like light rail streetcars in seattle in the late 19th and early 20th century and hmm. a lot of the route is the same for the slut weird um so we just have a long history of giving people rides <laughs> On the same tracks. On the same tracks that you could find the slut. When I first moved um, to the area, I lived in South Lake Union, and there was, like, not that many people there yet. So sometimes I would, like, I'd be the only one getting on that morning, and I'd be like, man, this slut was made just for me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Seattle. <laughs> A slut of my own. I remember that. So I've lived in the same neighborhood, uh, South Lake Union. I've, I've lived here for, for 15 years now almost. Mm -hmm. And I remember when... Like I would go outside and I would be the only person that I saw. Like there would yeah. be cars driving by and that's it. No pedestrian traffic whatsoever. And now there's fuckers everywhere in this neighborhood. Yes. They all work at one particularly large 
Seattle-based business that is so slutty, it's hungry for two more cum-guzzling cities. I kind of got away from the metaphor and just got into... Yep. Okay. Well, it's, it's interesting because Amazon actually agreed to spend money on the slut to improve its ability to handle all of Amazon's employees. Yeah, too many riders for that slut to handle. Yep. And they, how much did they pay for th that slut? Um, you know, it was a lot of money. <laughs> um... <laughs> It was in it was in the millions. Oh, it's quite an ex even Julia Roberts would guffaw at that. Guffaw. <laughs> You're not not my Julia Roberts reference. It's the word guffaw that we're going to point out. I don't know. I don't. I mean, it, like, was that a was that a that terrible movie with Richard Gere? Yeah. Reference. Yeah. Great. I think so. Isn't that Pretty Woman? Pretty Woman walking down the street. That's it. That's the Seattle slut. The Seattle has a slut. Um, it's public transportation. Everybody's had a ride. Next topic. Um, okay. What I'm going to talk to you about. Okay. You're very well researched. I started trying to figure out something to talk about. Well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about like why, why, why was it hard to find stuff to talk about sluts? I don't know. I just typed in like things like. The sluttiest slut in history, and like nothing was interesting. Um, it took you to your bio page. <laughs> like it's like weird to see research mixed with porn in your results. You know, you've got a fun <laughs> keyword for gay. It's like yeah, it's like don't click that link, but that's a research study. Oh nope, that's still porn. And yeah, if there's, if there's, um, if there's charts and dick. We're, <laughs> we're going to talk about it. We're in. Okay, no, but what I decided I want to talk about is let's figure out a better word than slut okay um so uh, the gay community has a history of slut shaming yeah. and particularly around bottoms because the person that receives a dick is always the slut the the person that puts a dick in is always the hero um so instead of calling people sluts i want us to brainstorm other words we could use other words than slut like a healthy sexual appetite yeah their their ass is no their eyes are as big as their ass uh, that person is living their best ass. <laughs> They're sitting on their best life. <laughs> that, that person is in touch with being touched. <laughs> They're a prostitute that doesn't charge. I don't think that's much better than slut. Damn actually. it. Okay, that's true. Okay, we'll scratch that one from the books. Um, scratch that one. Oh, scratch. <laughs> They're like a scratch and stiff snicker for your dick. Wait, <laughs> sticker. Snicker, stick, sticker, scratch and sniff Snickers. <laughs> My, hopefully your dick doesn't come out looking like a Snickers. God bless. Um, y you know you could just call them. How about orgasmically confident? <laughs> <laughs> How about like, like a, a vendor, like a like an orgasm vendor? Well, yeah, they just hand them out. Orgasm farmer? An orgasm farmer. Just picking all those ripe orgasms, <laughs> giving them to the people of the land. We subsidize them. Giving the people what they want. Giving the people pleasers. People pleasers. I think we might stick with people pleasers. People pleasers? Yeah. That's a very nice way. Like, you know, they just are giving people better lives. Yeah. One sit at a time. Yeah. All right. That actually... It's sort of a good segue. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So this whole thing about like, let's reclaim the N word for black people. Let's mm -hmm. reclaim the word faggot for gay people. Mm -hmm. So uh, in Toronto, in 2011, they started to reclaim the word slut. Oh, I thought we've already been doing that. Well, they really are doing it. Oh, okay. Okay. How are they doing it? So um, what happened is on January 24th of 2011... A Toronto police officer and another officer was speaking about crime prevention and campus rape at a York University safety forum. Uh oh. So they're talking to college students. I'm so nervous about what they're going to do or say. During the talk, Officer Sanguinetti interrupted the more senior officer and said, quote, I've been told I'm not supposed to say this, which... <laughs> You, you know if you're everyone if you feel the need to say that mm -hmm. don't say whatever you say i mean particularly if you're doing a public speech <laughs> you know like any kind of public or filmed anything how many times 
How many times have we heard Trump say, I'm not supposed to say this, and then he says and then, it, or horrible, offensive, terrible or, thing. Or worse, he says, I'm not going to say Kyle's a slut, because <laughs> that would be offensive. <laughs> well, you just fucking said it, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Okay. Great. Then again, I do that too. <laughs> it can be used for comedic effect, which I, I do approve of. I, I'm not going to tell Michael that he looks horrible today. <laughs> I don't know why I called you Michael. That uh, got me, uh, threw me off in the very beginning of my sentence. Okay. I'm, I'm just used to it. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Uh, Sanguinetti interrupted the more senior officer and said, quote, I've been told I'm not supposed to say this. However, women should avoid dressing like sluts in order not to be victimized. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I knew where it was going. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like when you walk into a dark doorway for a grinder hookup you know where it's going but mm -hmm. then it gets mm -hmm. there and you're like okay here mm -hmm. we are mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so it only took until april for a bunch of people to come together to create slut walk <laughs> slut walk is a transnational movement of protest marches calling for an end to rape culture transnational meaning it's supporting trans people being sluts or it spans the nation it spans multiple countries. There are now slut walks in the United States, oh. Australia, Switzerland, the UK, Latin America, South Korea, India, Singapore, Israel. There are now slut walks all over the place. I, what is a slut walk? Well, so everyone gets dressed up as slutty as they can mm -hmm. and then walks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So kind of defines itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's a march. It's always a march, mainly by young women, where some dress as sluts, uh, like revealing sexy attire, short skirts, stockings, scanty tops. Um, and then in, I mean, different slut walks do it differently, uh, but there's usually like speakers and workshops and like live music and like festival. It's like pride, except sluts. So pride. So pride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sign I've making been, sessions. Yeah. I've been doing the slut walk my whole life just never knew it <laughs> no the walk of shame is different no it's not mike <laughs> it's now called the, it, it could be called the person pleaser walk great that's really cool i mean at this point if you talk about what usually a woman but what someone is wearing in trying to talk about rape like you're how do you not know that don't don't yeah. How do you not know that don't? Like, it's just. How do you not know that don't? <laughs> it's just so silly. Like, and the idea that men can't. It, it's horrible for the. Like, to demonize women for what they wear. But also, the idea that men are so fucking horny that they can't. Oh, I'm seeing some legs in a skirt and I gotta rape it. Like, yeah. to assume that men's natural instinct is raping. Yeah. That's... Except both men and women especially in religious communities, are guilty of thinking exactly that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like, there are men that'll full-on say, she needs to cover that up because I want to rape her. Yep. Right? Yep. Like, yep. And that's her fault. Yep. So, Sanguinetti, he, so I, he said, I, I've, I've been told I'm not supposed to say this, however, women should avoid dressing like sluts in order not to be victimized. I guarantee he did not write this apology. But here was his <laughs> apology. I made a comment which was poorly thought out and did not reflect the commitment of the Toronto Police Service to the victims of sexual assaults. Violent crimes such as sexual assaults can have a traumatizing effect on their victims. My comment was hurtful in this respect. I am embarrassed by the comment I made and it shall not be repeated. That's not how this man talks. <laughs> he did not write That's that. how the PR person for the... Whatever. Yeah. I, like, I do think there's important things of like we need to realize important information like... It's not your like you shouldn't have to be responsible for not leaving your drink alone. Like you shouldn't be have to be responsible for making sure you don't get drugged. Like that's fucked up. It's still that person's fault. But the fact is that people do that. So, you know, watching your drink is important to know. Like there's yeah. a difference between knowing something or if you dress sluttier, quote unquote, yeah. like you may attract more attention. Like you should know that. Yeah. But that, like, so it's, it, it is kind of hard to talk about. Obviously this guy was way off and did it super wrong and has fucked up views, but there are some important things to know about to stay safe. Yeah. They need to keep in mind. Well, regardless of what you're wearing, look out for the dude that's kind of rapey. Look, <laughs> number one rule, <laughs> right? If his eyes say rape, his penis does too. Probably. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But also like, I mean, a lot of these crimes are committed by people, you know, so like, yeah. you know, it's, uh, you also keep an eye out for your best friend. <laughs> they may rape you. 
don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is interesting. Like, that's where the grayer lines are, right? Like, it's really easy to say this complete stranger forced himself on this other complete stranger, held him to the ground and did terrible things to them. It's it's when you know the person mm. and like maybe you've been dating and you're having a miscommunication and you're drunk or so your judgment is a little off. Like I guess that's not a gray area. That's still sexual assault. But I think I think that it is more problematic. It's harder to see it coming. And it's, it's harder to protect against. It's and like uh, I mean the extreme example is in a married couple. The idea that there can be rape within oh a married God. couple is like people can't understand that because it's like I thought that's what you're you're signing up for sex. Like you know people don't get that. So I get you're right. It's not a gray line of you. It's true. It happens, but it's harder for people to like either wrap their heads around or see it Uh-oh. or because they know them they might like talk themselves into thinking that it wasn't rape because yeah. they know the person have a connection so and you can it, be a great person and still rape someone so it doesn't like they could be a really great person that makes it hard to to see the that side of them aren't there still states where it's like you can't rape your spouse oh are there ew i feel I, that might be true, and I feel gross if it is. I feel like one of the Carolinas that that's still a law. I mean, North, I like right? I, Isn't the North the one that's <laughs> pretty bad on their record of... I have to look that up, because that seems like something I uh, can't just throw out there without knowing. Oh, wow. Okay. So, in most states, marital rape is illegal. That's, uh, the fact that you said most and not all makes me nervous. In, well, in all 50 states... Sorry. In all 50 states, marital rape is now illegal, although that changed... Um, it's changed as recently as 2005. Wow. Um, but the problem is, what does marital rape defined as? That's where it gets oh. bad. South Carolina. In South Carolina, so first of all, marital rape is punished less severely. So it's... The closer your connection with someone, the less bad rape is. That's a good... Maximum sentence of 10 years, hmm. no matter what. Uh, the victims only have 30 days to report it or... Nope, sorry. What? Yeah. And it, the law requires a higher level of violence to be used than in other states. So what constitutes rape is the, like, you have to beat her and force her type as opposed to just saying Insertion. no. Oh, wow. That's, oh my God, that's crazy. Anyway, shit's fucked up. Fuckers are everywhere. I So in our episode where we talked a lot about rape and spe- specifically mi- statistics around male rape was in our episode about consent. Yeah. Um, and I'm really curious, like spousal rape now that gay marriage is legal often mm-hmm. is defined as like insertion of something into a hole of some sort, yeah. like orally, anally, yeah. vaginally, vaginally. Yeah. I got there. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm wonder if, like there can be so many other types of rape, especially in a game, like a couple where they're, they're both men. I wonder yeah. if like our laws are probably not even caught up to that either. I mean, nothing, nothing is. Yeah. I guess it's getting better. Actually. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, but. that's true. So there's also the problem. So slut walk also was organized, not just in reaction to this police officer that said this horrible thing, but mm-hmm. in February of 2011. So this is just a month later after the cop did that, made that horrible statement. Justice Robert Dewar, 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 D-E-W-A-R. This terrible thing you're about to say, he did not come from someone named Dewar. Justice Robert Dewar. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, convicted Thompson resident. Thompson's a town in uh, Canada. Okay. Uh, convicted Thompson resident Kenneth Rhodes, who worked for the city council of sexual assault and sentenced him to two years of house arrest. But Dewar described Rhodes as a, quote, clumsy Don Juan who had the mistaken belief that sex was in the air and a heightened expectation that sex would occur. Um, He said the victim and a friend were dressed in tube tops and high heels when they met Rhodes and another man outside a bar and made it publicly known that they wanted to party. The court in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, heard that the victim had willingly gone off with Rhodes and kissed him. After she rebuffed his further advances three times, he raped her by the side of the road once they were alone, and Rhodes admitted telling the woman it would only hurt for a little while during the assault. He pled not guilty at his trial, saying that he thought the woman had consented to sex. (laughs) The judge rejected his defense, but said aspects of it could be considered in sentencing. And prosecutors had asked for a three-year sentence, but Dewar gave Rhodes a conditional or suspended sentence, ordered him to write a letter of apology to the victim. Ew! Yeah. And and then, again, he had two years of house arrest. So 
the the sentence was brought way down from what prosecutors wanted and the judge said basically well she was dressed slutty so yeah we'll consider that in sentencing oh oh like so you're making the appropriate face kyle it just feels so gross like the idea of forcing him to write a letter like did she want does she want to does she want a a letter from the guy that raped her like i who knows but like did anyone ask her what like oh that's so gross dear lady dear lady doer told me to write you a letter sorry 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 <laughs> bye <laughs> i'm gonna go chill in my house now because that's a punishment yeah. man if i got house arrest for a crime i'd be like great no punishment i keep staying home it's good it's fine Ugh. um why okay i just had this thought yep. why when talking about sluts is rape like so closely connected to it yeah, I think, because because I th- I think the idea is that sluts not not only not only are they sexually promiscuous, but they're sexually promiscuous in a way that says that they are somehow addicted or easy or nymphomaniacal. That they that there's something bad or wrong about them, and therefore whatever horrible treatment they get from men, the patriarchy, they are somehow deserving of that. They, right, they deserved it. Like yeah, they people that are slutty are like blamed for everything like yeah like oh it's your fault someone raped you it's your fault you're cold in chicago it's your fault well, that one's true that's one is true <laughs> cover up even if you you know just be careful i love with the me, weather i love me some booty shorts and you should rock them regardless of gender but don't do it in chicago in january yeah yeah or nope. if you get frostbite on your butt cheeks you deserve that it's like a numbing agent <laughs> so you're just don't numb your ass as any part of sex because that's dangerous yeah i think that's like you know uh, we we like to blame people that have sex and i think that comes back to what you said like religion is the reason we blame people who like to have sex or proclaim they have sex and okay now taking this to gay people i think gay people get told they are sluts or treated like sluts often because of what straight people have forced them to do in society straight people have said it is illegal for you to be gay and mostly it's not around like just being gay we've made like anal penetration the thing that has been illegal yeah. like that's how we figure out if you're gay is if you anally penetrate sodomy so i like i think straight people force us to be secretive about the sex we have and sometimes do it in a bathroom in outdoors um you know didn't allow us to get married like guess what People gonna fuck. People gonna fuck. And if you make it illegal to fuck, they gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck anyway. And now they're criminals and they're bad. And they're and you did that. And you. So I think straight people have set us up to where we have to be sluts. Like we, they've created a framework that we're not allowed to not be sluts. We're not allowed. Of course, now it's changing. But like we weren't allowed to get married to make it so we, you know, supposedly that's what makes you not a slut. Or they haven't allowed us to have sex in the safety of our own home because that's illegal and they've broken into places and found people and arrested them. And I think straight people, you're the reason I'm a slut. Yep. Well, okay. So this is sort of a segue, I guess I'm not speaking for everybody, but speaking for myself, the word slut connotes either a female or a gay man. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just definitely a feminine word. Like a lot of, I mean, you've told us that words become gay descriptor descriptors, when they originally start as describing women. Right. Yeah. Things go from misogynistic to homophobic. Yep. Yep. So maybe we should just start calling everybody studs. Cause that's what straight guys get to be called. Like if mm. they're, if they're fucking a lot, they're mm-hmm. like, they're the stallion. They're the, they're the stud. And sure. That's a masculine word, but I actually think that's really great. If you take something that is a feminine slur slut mm-hmm. and turn it into a masculine word that's sort of like you're you're demasculinizing it mm. you're emasculating it you're like a like a lady stud like a, a lesbian that goes out and bangs lots of chicks all over and she's awesome and like she's a chick in like a, a tube top that's walking down the sidewalk down to fuck yeah if you call her a stud i kind of like that yeah or if you call the awesome you awesome supposedly do straight dude that fucks a lot like just call him a slut start too. calling him a slut too yeah or like this is why we invented a word for it or just call him a people pleaser people pleaser <laughs> <laughs> um what's the sluttiest thing you've done oh god get a blowjob in an alleyway oh really 
<laughs> Sorry. You seem underwhelmed by that. <laughs> I mean, you, one person's slut is another person's Tuesday. It's fine. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's like, I, I think I said this in Portland. I, like For a lot of people, slut is just anybody who's had more sex than mm. you have. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, my definition of slut is more than one a day. One orgasm a day? You know. In which case, I was slutty yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was alone the whole day. Can, be a slut. can you be a slut by yourself? I'm a slut for my hand. I'm not a slut, but my hand is. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps touching me, whether I want it or not. Um, gotten a blowjob in an alleyway. What alleyway? Uh, neighbors, outside neighbors. Oh, that's a good dark alleyway. Wait, <laughs> but is it the where, where all the line is? Like where people are waiting well, to get other, in? The other direction. And then there's this, like alcoves that have like a lot of times have dumpsters in them. But sometimes the dumpsters are pulled out of them. So there's yeah. like there's like a place to hide back there. And sometimes the dumpster is a dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Come dumpster. Yeah. That was my reference. Oh, did you get that? Okay. No, I was thinking like uh, he blocks the view. Like, oh, he's so. Okay. I mean, if it's like if, if a dude's head is covering your crotch, nobody's going to see your dick. So you might as well just enjoy it. Yeah. It's like a whole new outfit. <laughs> it was it's actually space. It, that actually was like right after I came out, like oh. right after I came out and I was mortified. I was mortified. Like <laughs> when were I've you been, mortified? Af- after, after, right? Afterward. Yeah. I mean, after you orgasm, then that's when the real judgment flows back to your brain. And yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. This, but this was like, this was like, I've been gay for like a month and I'm uh, already getting blowjobs in back alleyways. I'm a dirty slut. Yeah. 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 And, oh, yeah. I, I'm guessing everyone has that. Like I come out and now am I buying into the stereotype of now I'm a slut? Like, how about you? What? Oh, I have to answer? Uh, you don't have to answer. I, I'm providing you the opportunity to answer <laughs> if you so choose. Life is nothing but opportunities that have present, been presented to you by Michael Johnson. That's right. Um, Your rosé is not going to save you. Are you just buying time? I'm really... I, I don't know if I can boil it down to one moment. <laughs> there. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, this has happened a few times in my pre jack life where i would <laughs> shake your head at that at jack the person um when i would it would be like one of those nights it'd be the weekend i'd you know get let my hair down mm-hmm. and my pants off and mm-hmm. just be like i'm gonna get on the apps and i'm gonna get as many people as possible to fuck me tonight mm. so that's those are always my sluttiest times. People pleaser. People, I, um, oh boy, were they pleased? <laughs> no refunds requested. So, so what's what's your number? Oh boy, for what? Number of loads in one evening. Loads total, or people individuals loads? I mean, I think that both metrics are likely eliminating. <laughs> Wait, what? Both metrics. Oh, are, illuminating. Are illuminating. I thought you said eliminating. And then I was like, yeah, they did eliminate inside. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know for sure, but somewhere around 10? Don't react. Don't react. Don't react. Don't react. Don't react. <laughs> We're being sex positive. Be supportive. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. That's impressive. Thank you. <laughs> I feel impressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, okay, for me... I don't know if you know this, Mike. Yeah. I have a tiny butt. <laughs> so sometimes it's, when, when it's the door is open, <laughs> you're like, well, I'm just going to stay open for a while. Because <laughs> once I close, I got to go, like, I got to unlock again. I got to yeah. push the door open. I got to yeah. get the the door stopper in all right. Yeah. So much. Turn on the open sign it's so much work yeah. restock the inventory it's just sometimes it's black friday i get it <laughs> just come one come all <laughs> discounts for everyone <laughs> also i want come one come all to be on my tombstone <laughs> or tramp stamp <laughs> or oh right i should get that have you seen that porn star that has fuck me tattooed right above his ass no that's fantastic it's hilarious because it's like we're not beating around the tush right right (laughs) um yeah oh god oh boy did we do it we successfully achieved sluts i is this episode gonna be okay because we talked (laughs) about rape a whole bunch and i don't know that it was all good oh okay i don't know we might have said things that we shouldn't say probably gayish gayish (laughs) 
we probably said things we shouldn't say. Um, I would just like to go on record in that I will continue using the word slut. I love it. I will describe myself as a slut. Even you can be, it's just like you can be gay even if you're not actively having sex. Like I can be a slut even in a monogamous relationship because like it's just who you are at the core of your being. And I'm proud of that. And so I fully support having all the sex you want. So for further reference, anytime I say slut, it's a very, very positive form of the word. So let's make the world go round. Yeah. And up and down. <laughs> so vigorously. Um, should we take a break? Well, yeah, just so you know. So now we're going to cut back to the closing of our live show. Oh, that's right. We have to, we have to go back in time now. Back in time, which all of this is kind of back in time, but back in time more about this is like a flashback in a flashback. Time is so weird. So weird. It's okay. slutty. It's all over the place. Bye. Okay. Oh, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Slut break. Sluts. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Uh, every episode we do what's called our gayest and straightest, where each of us talks about the stereotypically gayest thing that we've done that week and the stereotypically straightest thing we've done that week, just to show that two gay guys, we have... Category, we do things from both categories every week. So uh, we're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, the first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. It has everything on it, including all of our social stuff. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, any other place that you find podcasts. So look us up, gayish, gayish. All right, we have one minute, so we're going to make this quick and dirty. Great. Kyle, Wait, what's the straightest thing about you this week? The straightest thing about me is I got super competitive. I feel like that's a straight person thing to be like competitive, and I want to win. When it's I was very bro-y. It's very 30s, bro-y. I was like 30 Rock uh, trivia, oh, and yeah. I wanted to win, and I didn't, and I'm st- it's I'm. Huh. You went Tina a little angry. I was a little worried about I you. I let Tina Faye down. She's my idol. That's uh, not the straight part about me. <laughs> the straight uh, part <laughs> okay. And the gayest thing about the you? The gayest thing about me is I went out last night and just in the bathroom, I like there was just a man dancing and I just danced with him too. Because, I don't know, he's dancing in the doorway and then we just like got down and then I was like, but no, I gotta. And then I went to the bathroom. <laughs> so the gayest thing about me this week is this shirt. It says, sup. Um, uh, and and I just I, I really like it. It was picked up for me by a gay guy. Uh, and then the straightest thing about me this week on on Tuesday before we went to trivia or Monday before we went to trivia, I had a beer in the shower, and that's frat guy <laughs> straightness, beer. Uh, amazingness. So shower beer, second best beer compared to breakfast beer. Yep, breakfast yep. beers. Good way to start the day. So that's it. This has been gayish. Uh, special thank to you. Thank you as always to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. Thank you to Portland and the Portland. Podcast festival, we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. Thanks. And by the way, do you hear what your words bring? Oh.